Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns, and my mission is to help you find that voice inside you, that really strong voice, the one that has the potential to transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you're here. Now on to the show. Have you ever set goals and not been able to stick to them? We've certainly all been there, especially when we set those ambitious news resolutions and within three weeks, they've fallen by the wayside. We know this happens, but we can find ourselves having another go at it year after year. I've done this plenty of times myself. So how can we stick to our goals? Now, sometimes an urgent need like a burnout or a health scare gets us to implement a meditation practice or to change our diet or take up an exercise regime. But how can we stick to our goals without this urgency? Now, it takes hard work and some discipline, but we're all driven by different motivators. So it's also been proven that our environment plays a big part in what we do. For instance, people who want to cut out junk food are more likely to succeed if they don't have the products in their home. So we can't just rely on the willpower. Sometimes we have, we think we've got the willpower and we think that we're not good at willpower, but there's actually a lot of science that says we need to be mindful of our environment as well. Now, I want to share a story with you about when I tried to bring in a consistent meditation practice. I did this for a long time. I know the benefits. And yes, I meditated every now and then. And there've been other times when I was doing it every day. I even did a month of meditation. So I did a May meditation month. And so I did it every day. And then June came along and I wasn't doing it anymore every day. So what's that about? So when it came to... Um, last year during COVID lockdown two or three in Melbourne, I did end up creating a daily habit of meditation. Now, during the lockdown, I had a bit of space and I persisted with it. So there were a few things that helped me. Now I look back on it. Firstly, I habit stacked. So I already had an evening routine of reading a book, writing my to-do list for the next day. And then I thought, well, if I put on meditation at the end, maybe it will stick this time. The second thing, I had an accountability coach. So I had someone who I would, who I would check in on my goals. So I you know, said that I was going to do it three times a week and then five times a week. And eventually I was doing it every day. And the third thing that worked for me was I anchored to a purpose. And it wasn't an urgent one, but I could see my resilient levels were depleted during that, those early lockdowns in Melbourne. And I'd always prided myself on how resilient I was. So I anchored to that purpose. Now, habits take longer than what we sometimes are told. So I've heard the 21 days and obviously that didn't work for me in that meditation May month. And I've done some more research and apparently it can take between 45 days for some people and 120 days for other people. And the average is about 90 days. So you'll probably see the 90 day 
uh, rules said these days. But you'll need to be mindful what that is for you if you are looking at making some changes in your life. So in today's podcast, I'm going to give you the five question formula. I really need a better name for this, but it's the five questions you can ask yourself to help you stick to a goal. So I will, um, I think, use like a career goal for 2022 to demonstrate the formula as I walk through it, but I might throw in some other examples as well. So the first question is what? What do you want to achieve in 2022? Could be the question here. So you could have a goal to make a career change. It could be to apply for a promotion or it could be to develop a particular skill at work, whatever it is. So be very clear what your goal is. The second question is why? Why do you want to achieve this? Because without a real purpose, you really should go back to assess your first answer and create another answer that really resonates with you, that gives you a purpose of why you want that particular goal. Now, some people have a problem with what to start with. So they know they want to, you know, make some changes or have a goal, but they don't know where to start. So you can start with the why. Start brainstorming. Why do I enjoy my, or why do I want to make something of myself in my career or why what is my purpose why do I show up each day why do I exist what gets me out of bed so start to think about your why and that could help you with what your career sorry what your goal might be so those two can be interchangeable depending on how you um, think and feel the third question is how how will you achieve this goal Now, for me, that's where that habit stacking came in. So to achieve your goals, this is where you may need to make some changes or make some room in your life to implement them. So often this takes a bit of self-reflection about what has held you back in the past and what you need to do differently this time. You could go back to the episode on the art of self-reflection if you want to find out more about self-reflection. Consider what new habits do you need to commit to so that you can achieve these goals? Or what old habits do you need to let go of that no longer serve you or will get in the way of your goals? So if it was a career change, how are you going to make that career change? Um, Are you going to need to research because you don't actually know what career change you want or you've already got your mind set on what career change you want? So now you need to work out how you will achieve that career change. The fourth question is when? When will you do the things you need to do? So is there something you can start today? When you're considering, uh, or while you're considering the when, it may be worthwhile breaking down your goal into smaller steps and create some milestones. So if you um, create small incremental changes they they lead to those big changes overall and that way it also helps you to not feel so overwhelmed about the goal and also if you're making a lot of changes so you're developing new skills for yourself it will help those changes stick if I use the example of a career change you may think you may break it down into you may break your how down into when so 
This month, I'm going to research all the careers out there that interest me. And then I'm going to network or contact people who do that career today and find out what their challenges are. Then I'm going to look at all the jobs that are out there at the moment and I'm going to compare what the skills are needed for those jobs to my skills. And that's four steps there. And then I'm going to um, look at the gaps, the things that I need to learn, and I'm going to start to um, plan out how I'm going to get those skills. So you don't have to have the whole journey planned out because you can just take one step at a time, small changes. The fifth question is who? Who will support you? Remember I told you that I had an accountability coach? Well, some people do better with someone external to them to hold them accountable. And that's me. I'm more likely to achieve my goals when I have an accountability buddy. It it took me a long time to work this out about myself and I'm so much more successful. So I have a wellness coach for my wellness goals. For my business goals, I have a business coach. Now, I don't always have a coach and I don't always need someone standing over me, but I recognize when I need one. When I was training for a half marathon a very long time ago, I needed an accountability coach for that. I needed a running coach. Now, this will be different for each person. I've identified that I'm both stimulated and motivated by the energy of others. So this really helps me. So when it came to more team events, I didn't really need a coach because I would train with the team and that helped me to account because I wanted to turn up and I didn't want to let the team down. So that's what the who means in terms of support. Now, some other examples. Uh, So for me, my eating habits, my who is my partner? When he's on board with me, we eat healthier. So who do you need to enlist support from for your goals if you want to stick to them in 2022? Do you need an accountability buddy? Or maybe for you, you just need someone to help you with creating time to create those new habits or to do those things that you need to do. So for example, if you have children, do you need your partner or your husband or your uh, family to help you free up some time so you can dedicate to learning the new skills in 2022, attending those masterclasses, for instance? Do you need your boss to support you? Is it that you need time off on Wednesday afternoons to leave work and go to your university classes? Or could it be to make a Pilates class or a yoga class if you're working on your overall well-being? So list out who your support team will be and how they can support you. And most importantly, have the conversation with them. Ask them for their support. Explain your bigger purpose with them. So explain the answer to question two, your why. And if you want to go another level, perhaps think about the what's in it for them, the why for them. So you could uh, explain to them that you'll be happier around them if you meet your goals. Or for your boss, it may be so that you can be more productive when you're at work or that you'll have new skills to bring to the team. So you need to get them on board. So that's the five questions you need to ask to make your goals more likely to be achieved this year. So if you're listening to this podcast and you may be looking to create some new goals for 2022 or maybe a goal just for this week or this month, 
Think about the five questions. What? Why? When? How? And who? Pretty easy, right? So your homework. You have the five questions, so you can start there. But if you don't know what you want to achieve in your career this year or um, or what goal you could set yourself, your homework is to just play with the concept of your purpose. What is it that you get angry about? That can give you a an idea of what your purpose may be. Or what is it that you get really excited about? That could also be what your purpose is or what drives you. Start from there, start to brainstorm why those things are important to you and you may come up with a goal. So I hope that helps at least one aspiring woman leader out there. Now, if you want help with your career goals, you can book a power session with me. I'll leave the link in the notes, in the show notes. Otherwise, if you have any questions or just want to hear more things on this topic, we can just connect over on Instagram at Braveheart Coach. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you next time.